It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. <laughs> if you've never heard Run DMC, folks, please look that song up. It, it's one of both of our favorite uh, Christmas carols, quote unquote. Wait, we got to do that over. <laughs> you know why? Because I should have faded the music down. Oh, it's fine. It's really? Yeah, I think it's fine. It sounded good in my headphones. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Say Merry Christmas to the folks, Mike Honcho. Merry Ho Ho. Merry Ho Ho? Hey, that's what Pops used. I roll with it. Well, it is a glorious day because this is probably one of the best Christmas gifts that we could give to ourselves. Today, on our Half Ounce Pour Show, we are drinking George T. Stagg and Thomas H. Handy from the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. This is probably the best damn gift you got all year. Hey, you know, two kids, you take a handy however you can get it. And you bought this gift for yourself. This was not a gift that was given to you from anybody. This was a gift that you gave to yourself. Well, I mean, I think uh, <laughs> once you reach a certain age, most of us all realize the best presents are the one you give yourself. I know my wife doesn't listen to this, so it's okay. I bought myself <laughs> a Bose Revolve speaker, and I said my mom sent it. <laughs> so that was, that's what I got myself this year. Well, remember last year when uh, you know Amy reached out to you and said, you know, what should I get Zeke for Christmas? And, you and said, I said sneakers. Yeah, he really needs some new running shoes. I, I finally bought myself a new pair, and they came in this week. Anytime one, I one year later. Any anytime no I say no Father's Day, nap, nap. Did and you bought them? Yeah, it's like how can you ask somebody that ask me what do you want? <laughs> oh no, nah, I'm gonna buy you the same rock stones I got you two years ago and some other shit. You know what? Anytime anyone says the word sneaker, all I think of is that Chappelle show skit where they were having the gang war and the guys, uh, they were at the movie theater and somebody's sneaker got stuffed and they, you know, with the scuff of the sneaker and, and all he says is like, man, you got my sneaker. Like the way he said sneaker was really funny to me. Uh, those Chappelle shows, they're, they're a little blurry. That was a, a fun time in pharmacy school. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it there. Well, we have a lot to fill in to a short amount of time, but this is coming out on Christmas Eve. So just want to take a second, say, hope you all have a good time with your family. If you are celebrating Christmas, if not, we hope you had a great Hanukkah or whatever holiday you have. It's a great day for us because we got to get together with each other to actually record this episode. We want to get this out as soon as we could. Buffalo Trace Antique Collection is always a big thing we wanted to do a a bigger one with all of them together but well, the, we will we will we will we we just honestly wanted to get this out there um as far as what we've got our hands on what we've tasted 
and again, there's a, another episode coming out where we kind of bring this up to a degree, but assumably, you know, plenty of you guys are going to have, or hopefully have a chance of getting these from your stores or from raffles. And, you know, if there's three or four, or even two options on the table. You know, we just wanted to make sure we tried to convey our best opinion of, you know, if you're drinking these, where you should probably, uh, you know, try and point your finger to. Where? Where? That, that's that Georgia accent coming through. Cool whip. Anyways, there's a lot that's going on. This George C. Stag comes in at the lowest proof ever for a George C. Stag at 124.9, 62.45% ABV. Normally, Stag comes in at 130 to 140 proof. This was aged 15 years, four months, distilled spring 2003. 284 barrels yielding 37,111 bottles, 130.67 bottles per barrel, if you like math. That is 886 less bottles than last year. This Thomas H. Handy comes in at 128.8 proof, 64.4% ABV, six years, four months, distilled in the spring of 2012. There are 73 barrels out of this that yielded 14,548 bottles, 199 per barrel, if you like math. Again, that's 527 more than last year. And Zeke, we were talking about this before we started recording, and you actually said, isn't the the biggest yield handy? And it's actually not handy. Is Is that a third of the stag? It was Weller, then it was stag, then it was handy. Yeah, but is the handy total yeah. like a third of what stag is? About, I mean, not a third. It's more like, I mean, it's 15,000 to 38,000. Oh, so, okay, yeah. You know, if we're rounding up, something like what? You know, Two-fifths? Yeah, something like that. But if it was more around 45,000, then it would be a third. That's still interesting. I mean, six-year juice versus 15-year juice, and they had that much more they thought was ideal or, or what they wanted to make into this, you know, small batch, for lack of better words? It is very interesting that that's where it ended up. I'm very surprised that the handy yielded what it did. Yeah, I mean, you, like, I don't know. We don't get overly concerned about age, so I'm not going to beat that too much, but I just think it's funny that at six years they found significantly less barrels that they wanted to put into this blend than they did for a 15-year stag? I know. MSRP on these are about 99 now, nowadays, but I think we found stag for 150. Handy was probably around the same in Nashville. Just because the MSRP is 99, it doesn't mean that's what it sells at. So I think you can find it reasonably around 150 or so. Although some places do like to jack the price up over $200, $300, $400 for these. Well, everybody's got the internet and everybody knows what they, these things sell for. So can you blame them? Yes, to a degree. But can you fault them? Like Everybody's got to put food on their table. And I, I prefer like the happy medium approach. I think 150 to 200 is fair. You know, you're, you're not... You're not going you're, you're secondary. Not, you're not secondary by any means. But, yeah, you kick it up a little bit. Um, I prefer the 150 though, but that's just because I like money in my pocket. Well, yeah, we all do. <laughs> um, 
But I mean, any retailer, how many calls are they going to get daily for this stuff right now? Uh, I mean, well, not as much as you get for Pappy. Well, either way, I mean, it, there's folks just beating down the door like, hey, you got any blah, blah, blah? I know you never seen me. I, I never met you. And you might not see me again until this time next year. But do you have it? Do you have it? Do you, do you have, have it? it? Do you have it? I, I never buy your picks. I never buy your picks, but do you, do you have any Wee-Tack or Pappy? I don't even buy the the Beam and Bud Light. I mean, shit. I don't, I don't buy Wheatley Vodka from you. Um, but no, I mean, I get it. It is what it is. And I think inversely, all of us have access to secondary as well. And when you see that 150 to even 200, yeah, I, I didn't buy it off secondary. And especially, like I say, if it's a store, you... you 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 don't give a ton of money to or just shit you walked in randomly one day like be happy I mean plenty of places keep these and hoard them for the folks that give them the most money well these are short shows so we will keep it we'll, we'll talk about this more I'll just say as we transition all I want for Christmas is Zeke to shave that mustache shit son it's growing bigger by the day and to stop looking like Wade Boggs but <laughs> As we're, we're getting into this, we did admittedly taste these before we got to recording. We're going to be tasting them again while we're recording. Zeke, let's start off with this stag. You tell me what you got on your nose, your taste, and your finish. Nose-wise, um, I thought it was like a high-proof Twizzlers. Uh, maybe a little bit of a drunk Fig Newton. And then some chocolate-covered cherries. Palette-wise, uh, really cherry and raspberry-ish. Uh, maybe some other berries in there or tarts kind of thing. It did have some heat, which, you know, it's kind of surprising for me at the proof it's at. Um, yeah, it's cash strength, but it still is the lowest proof stag they've put out. Uh, it kind of trailed once the initial pop of flavor didn't... It has a fair linger as far as the finish, but it, I wouldn't say it's pronounced. I mean, you, you, you catch little whims here and there, but it really just has, you know, a, a quick jab up front and then seems to, uh, you know, trail off for me. And the heat that followed it, um, it's not overwhelming, but it, it does diminish the flavor a little bit. Um, and again, to me, it's surprising based on the proof. You? So I said it was a little astringent on the nose. Maybe that was the rye showing through in, in the mash, but I got that fruit, brown sugar. Uh, it was a lot of dark fruit, kind of like that dark cherry nose that you were describing. On the taste, I said it was light on the first sip when it hits your mouth. It's very uh, thin on, on initial entry into your palate which then you get a wave, and I think that's what you're talking about in the pop. I got creamy butterscotch, toffee, vanilla, caramel. Not a lot of oak on the palate, but I was surprised at how much cherry I got. The finish, I said it was just a long, soft hug, more like a cuddle. It wasn't like a, a deep embrace. It was just like somebody softly holding you and telling you everything's going to be okay. And the oak and tobacco linger. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, 15 years, I don't get any oak, bitter, wood really on this at all. The only time I got it was just on the finish and just that dryness that kind of <clears throat> lingers, right? Yeah, and, and, and when I've had this before, Cliff Notes version was just simply really good nose, really good viscosity, which I, I'm getting more of that now as, you know, revisit it. Um, you know, nice, thick, 
uh, you know, it just it hangs in there really well. It's just I don't get continuous flavors out of it. It's that you know jab at the front, but then you just get the the the, the spice or heat from either the alcohol or the rye, and and that holds with you well. It doesn't go into the finish, but it just doesn't you know treat you like a uh, you know a punching bag in regards to delivering flavor over and over and over. No, and I always loved stag, and and I'll admittedly say stag is always. I have a soft spot for stag. I'm biased for stag. I, I always just like that it is such a high proof and such an easy drinker. It does not taste in the 120s. If you think about some of the other stuff that we, we normally drink that's in the 120s, this isn't even close to feeling like it's it's 124 proof. And I enjoy or almost 125. Um, I really enjoy it. I like kind of there. There's a fruit theme that goes on with BTAC if you get to drink a lot of it, and we'll talk about that when we get into the handy. But you know, I do like the cherry on this. I, I'm not. We'll we'll save more of our thoughts until we're we're at the end. But I will say, I'm never disappointed having a bottle of this. No, there's no reason to be, especially if you get it, you know, at a reasonable price. Well, let's move on to the handy, and I'll go first on this one. The nose, I got a bunch of baking spices, brown sugar, cinnamon. It's a lot of floral with spice and baking spices and all that stuff. Almost a little bit of apples and apple pie on the nose. The taste, it was thick like chewing gum. It was, you know, and there was a little bit of bubblegum consistency to it in there as well as not just on the, the consistency, but a little bit of bubblegum taste in there. It was pepper that was not off-putting. Orange, cinnamon, and then as I let it sit, and, and as we revisit it again, when I tasted it, it was just, boom, a bunch of orange. And the best way to describe it, it's like what that Parker's heritage could have been. <laughs> You know, like, if you think about the fact that they had all of that orange in there and, and it's kind of like a Grand Marnier, like, it's it's just the perfect amount of orange that it's not, it doesn't taste like a flavored whiskey, but that orange is 100% there. And then the finish, dry pepper lingers with some oak, maybe, but it lingers nicely Especially knowing that it's 128.8 proof rye, this does this again is an easy drinker that does not kick your ass. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> I will say I laugh at the your PHC insertion because if there's one thing that uh, John loves, honors, and respects as much or more than a, a George T. Stag, it would be any PHC bottling. Well, four roses and then. Yeah, but you know that I'm talking about next level. You know, allocated, harder True. to find things. True. So for the handy um, nose wise, just a, a big blend of spice and cloves and navels. It's the the second time I've really thought of this or picked it up. My navels only bring lint. <laughs> John, if your navel was in a glass, I'd throw it against the wall. <laughs> um, Jesus. So in second grade, sorry, I messed him up. I don't know how I remember this, but we did some weird experiment where we took I don't know, some kind of navel, 
and we took cloves and we put them in it. And I think it was as a preservative. And it had to do with like um, back to when like Christopher Columbus and, you know, they came over and how they kept things, you know, safe to eat. But I, I, again, I don't really remember the whole experiment, the rationale behind it, but it was something to do with the cloves preserve the navel somehow by being inserted to it. Again, I really don't remember. That's all I get. But I remember being a kid and every day we checked on them. Like this is the same smell of just a big vibrant, um, you know, navel fruit that has a whole bunch of cloves just stuck into it. And and what comes off from that is a revisited again uh, a little earlier my, my laughable note here, since we're having a little fun for the holidays, was simply if you made a um, a fireball float, big scoops of uh, vanilla ice cream sitting in a fireball. I don't know how good that would or wouldn't be, but I think if you blended it all or something, I can do it. This would be the, the consistency or the, what would come out. Fireball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, nice sweet, night, man. Sweet sin, nice vanillas behind it. And just a, a creaminess, um, which that's more palate. For that, I just put down just a, a really nice balance of spice and cream. There's not a ton going on here, but I, I think to me what's more noticeable is what isn't going on. Uh, th- there's no bitter. The proof's not too high. All the simple notes about it just seem to be... Um, you know, levels that are a, a synergistic, perfect harmony, much like, uh, you know, any good Christmas carol. So final verdict on these two, compared against each other, if you have the option to get the stag or the the handy, which one do you get? And where's kind of your threshold? Because we're not going to say don't get these. We know these are two phenomenal whiskeys. We'd be stupid if we said these weren't good. No, yeah, we're, we're by no means knocking either one. And um, I would say your threshold, you just look at, well, what does secondary cost and what is the retailer offering me? John uh, saw me say, I'll take the handy. Uh, so I think that speaks in, a, in of it enough for itself. Um, I said I'd take the stag, but that's because I've always wanted a George T. Stag. I think the taste profile of the stag is more where I fall. The orangeness of the handy isn't always, you know, you, you have to know that you're going in and it's going to have a very, a lot of marmalade, a lot of orange to it. I, I kind of more gravitate towards the, the cherry of the stag. However, the reason I would pick the handy this year over the stag is I think the Handy is a more balanced whiskey this year rather than the Stag, especially when you know that it's 128.8 proof and the Stag is going to be four proof less and and not as balanced. I don't like the the thinness on the front and then the flavor bomb and then the, the dryness. I wish the Stag was a little more universal across the board, but I do... I love both of these. It's a, in my mind, it is, I am nitpicking. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think the same to me is, I don't necessarily like the, the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, of the, the GTS. At the same time, I mean, not many handies of the years that 
I've been fortunate enough to have really impressed me too much. Uh, just so you the, think you're showing some bias because of of what's happened with Handy previously? No, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't go that far. I, I would just say it is surprising, considering the yield size, the age. On paper, it would almost seem as hey, more thought went into this one, considering you age barrels for six years or fifteen. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but. Um, Especially, you know, it's Christmas. You need some allspice, uh, you know, a little swift kick in the ass every now and then. We're all busy, stressed, tired, and broke. Well, right around <laughs> Christmas is always, always a fun time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think that's, I don't know, for me, the, the handy is the best of the, the four I've had. It really is. I don't think you could go wrong with either of these two. No, not at all. Um like I say, you know, especially if you're getting these to drink. Not to be political, right? Like not not to give a politician answer, but either one of these is phenomenal. No, and then very simply I'd written down, be happy. It's the holidays, whether it be Christmas or whatever you prefer to celebrate. Be happy to have these great bottles. Be happy to share them with friends. Because at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. Is that your morning meditation? No, that's my, I'm drinking this right now with you. <laughs> well, all I have to say is Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you have a great one, Zeke. I hope you have a great one with your family and your kids. We're grateful for your new baby girl that came this year. We're grateful that people can find us on your favorite podcast app. Find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find our Facebook group, answer some questions, join. Find us on Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Find us on Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Considering it's Christmas Eve when I think this is coming out, um, even if it's with earbuds stuck in my ear because the folks I'm around don't appreciate or enjoy it, I will most likely have on repeat Merry Christmas from the fam Oli by Robert Earl Keen. It is my favorite holiday song. Cheers. Ciao.